Good morning, everybody. Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live with It's a Religion from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand, two nations under God with liberty and justice for some. Those that uh, are in power and authority, those that have a connection, those that have money, those that have uh, a judge in their pocket, maybe. I don't know. Um interesting times we're living in hey i'm doing a makeup session for yesterday uh when i was without my ipad uh we are working on a painting project at a house that we're building <clears throat> and yes people still do those things but we were in genesis chapter 24 yesterday and i'm going to go through that here in a minute um but I'm going to talk twice about a thing that, that Senator Ron Johnson, God bless that man, um, from Wisconsin, uh, did yesterday. He had a group of doctors in that questioned Anthony Fauci and his methods. Oh, my. We can't do that. Um, for some actual debate and actual discussion around what's going on in this pandemic and what a fallacy the government response has been. And uh, I'm so thankful that, that Ram had, did this. And I'm wishing more people would have. I'm surprised he didn't invite Rand Paul along for the ride. Um, and a few other folks that do support freedom in this country still. Instead of lockdowns and, and pandemic uh, protocols and whatever else. But, but here at It's a Religion, one of the things that we talk about all the time is the fact that uh, there's two worldviews at work here. There's one that says we were created by God in his image with a purpose, with a plan in mind and to have a relationship with him. And God did that. God, uh, in his infinite wisdom and in his uh, ability, spoke into existence this creation that we live on that was created perfectly for our existence that sits uh, perfectly away from a sun that uh, someday will burn out. And we know that, that, you know, there's no uh, eternity in creation. You know, God in the first verse of Genesis um, created space, time, and matter. And God is without, outside of time. God is eternal. We don't, I don't understand that. I don't understand how somebody can live forever because everything we know is uh, temporal, is, is temporary. But uh, God did it. And so what, what we like to do every year is start out in the book of Genesis and go through the book of Genesis and understand where our beginnings come from. Because either you have that, either God created everything, as he says in the Bible, or you have everything else. You have lots of isms. You have uh, evolutionism, which is a religion, people. It is not science. It has nothing to do with science. It's not observable. It's not anything that you can... Um, say is truly scientific it's all built on belief belief that that some experiments show an old earth that some things show uh you know samples in the ground that did this or did that but there's no actual proof to that there's nobody that you can go back and say okay six million years ago there was a recording of this um and it's it's a belief system that has uh, gripped our entire public uh school institutions you can't come out against it in the scientific community or you'll be chastised and marginalized. 
you know, it's a preclude to what we saw going on in the COVID experience. And so, uh, you know, that's, it's, it is what it is. So we're going to go through Genesis chapter 24, um, which I missed yesterday. I apologize. I didn't, didn't release that. Um, but we're going to do two quick sessions today to make up for it. So Genesis 24, um, Abraham is at a point where uh, Sarah has just passed and he's looking for a wife for his son. So, and Abraham was old and well stricken in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, put, I pray thee, the hand under my thigh, which apparently is something they used to do to promise each other stuff. And I will make thee swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto thy, my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell. But you will go to my country and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure, the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land, but lest I need bring your son again unto the land from when you came from where you came. And Abraham said unto him, Beware uh, that you bring not my son there again. And the Lord God of heaven, which took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Under thy seed will I give this land. <coughs> Excuse me. He will judge. Or he will send his angel before thee, and you shall take a wife unto my son from there. And if a if the woman will not follow, be willing to follow you, then you shall be clear from this oath. Only bring not my son there again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham his master, and swear unto him concerning that matter. And the servant took the ten camels of the or ten camels of the camels of his master and departed, for all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia to the city of Nahor. Now Nahor, if we remember right, was uh, excuse me, what the whistle a little bit was part of Abraham's family, remember? Um, I believe it was his uh, Terah. It was Abraham's brother um, from Terah, their father. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water in the time of the evening when the time that women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord God of my master Abraham, I pray thee, send me good speed this day and Show kindness unto my master Abraham. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water, and let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I, I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou hast appointed for this servant Isaac. And thereby I shall know that you have shown kindness unto my master. And it came to pass before he had done speaking that, behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor. So Milcah, Nahor's wife, which was Abraham's brother, uh, with her pitcher upon her head. So this is Isaac's cousin, Rebekah. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin, neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little pitcher of the water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my lord. And she hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. And he haste, and she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again to the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondering at her held his peace to 
to wit whether the Lord had made this journey, his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me. And I pray, Is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, which she bare unto Nahor. And uh, she said, Moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough and room to lodge in. The man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord, and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth, being in the way the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house uh, these things. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. Laban ran out unto the man unto the well. And it came to pass when uh, she saw, or he saw the earring and bracelets upon his sister's hands. And when he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man. And behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in, you blessed of the Lord. Wherefore, stand without. For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave strong provender for the camels and water to wash his feet, and the man's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant, and the Lord has blessed my master greatly, and he has become great, and he has given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and men servants and maid servants and camels and, and donkeys and Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son unto my master, and she was old, and unto him uh, has he given all that he has. And my master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell, but you shall go unto my father's house, and unto my kindred, and take a, a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, Peradventure the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord, before whom I walk, will send an angel with thee, and prosper thy way. And thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred in my father's house. And shalt then shall you be clear from this my oath when you come to my kindred and give give, and if they give not thee one, you shall be clear from my oath. And this and I came to stand to the well and said, Lord God, my master Abraham, if now you do prosper my way, which I go. Behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin shall come forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water for thy pitcher to drink. And she says to me, Both drink you, and I will also draw from your camels, and let the same woman whom the Lord has appointed out for my master's son. And before I had done speaking in my heart, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down into the well and drew water. And I said to her, Let me drink, and I pray thee. And she made haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, Drink, I will give thy camels drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. And I asked her and said, Whose daughter art you? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bare unto him. And I put an earring on her face and the bracelets upon her hands. And I bowed down my head and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord God of my master Abraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. And now if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me. If not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or the left. And then Laban, Bethuel, and Bethuel answered and said, This thing proceeds from the Lord. We cannot speak unto thee bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before thee. Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife. And the Lord has spoken. And it came to pass that 
When Abraham's servant heard their words, he worshipped the Lord and bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and gave them to Rebekah. He gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things, and they did eat and drink. He and the men that were with him and tarried all night, and they rose up in the morning. And he said, Send me away into my master. And her brother and her mother said, Let the damsel abide with us a few days, and or at the least ten, after that she shall go. And he said unto him, Hinder me not, seeing the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away, that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they blessed Rebekah and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. And Rebekah arose and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels and followed the man. And the servant took Rebekah and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well, Laharoi, Hiroi, and he dwelt in the country, or in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at eventide, and he lifted up his eyes and saw. And behold, the camels were coming, and Rebekah lifted up her eyes. And when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel, for she had said unto the servant, what man is this that walks in the field to meet us? And the servant had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that she had done. And Isaac brought her un into his mother's Sarah's tent and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. And he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Uh, and there you go. So, you know, one of the things that still gets me every time I read Genesis is just how accurate it is. It's very descriptive, very uh, to the point, very uh, laid out and accurate in how it portrays the creation of humanity, the flood uh, depiction with Noah and his family. And then afterwards, as we start with Abraham, now it doesn't give a lot of stuff between, it gives some lineage between Abraham and uh, the flood family of Noah. Not a whole lot, you know, of the dispersion, but we follow Abraham's story very, I mean, he's, look at how detailed they are about the fact uh, that they went back to the land of where uh, Abraham came from to get an, a wife for Isaac. And just very, you know, I don't know what it was back then, but apparently people married their cousins. And I think, you know, if you look at genetics, it kind of bears that out that back then it wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been as big a deal because mutations cause problems folks and as we see genetic mutations throughout time that's where different diseases stem from it doesn't mutations don't ever create anything that's the other dirty little secret about uh evolution is that could not have happened one we don't see any record record of it in the fossil record two and three mutations destroy things they don't they don't enhance anything you know and they don't certainly don't change something from one thing to another no matter how much time you have, okay, uh, you know, they point to experiments with bacteria. Like you look at this this whole thing with COVID and, oh, it's another variant. Um, well, yeah, but guess what? It's still COVID, right? It's not, uh, hasn't turned itself into some other disease. And so I just, it, it makes me laugh at the whole thing, I guess. So anyway, that's going to be show 24. And uh, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ at this point in your life, please email us, ehud at itsareligion.org. We'll be happy to help direct you to some materials 
um, information. It's called the Bible. You know, it's a great place to start the book of John. Uh, learn who this Jesus is, who created you, who loves you, who wants to uh, spend eternity with you. And and what a beautiful thing that is. So many brothers and sisters we're going to see someday um, when he either returns for his own or uh, we get to go be with him. So have a great day, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. And we will catch you again in a few minutes. Things like me and her on a porch swing, the summer nights and fireflies, and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all that he's done for my mama, for my friends.